dad. I'm, I'm getting out soon. All we know is is it morning, afternoon? Where is it over where you are? It's um, nine o'clock at night. Oh, where are you? Paris. Nice. Very nice. I'm in a rainy background of uh, the beach. <laughs> All right. So this film, what was the timing of the character between playing Max and playing Logan Roy? I'm curious. I, I can't remember. <laughs> Sorry, I can't remember. It's so, such a while ago, I can't remember. I think I did three films, one after the other. I did this around Christmas time. I did another film before that called The Independent. No, hang on. I did three films. I did Mending the Line, The Independent. I think I did this in November. So my question is, were you already shooting Succession when you did when you did this film? No, 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 I wouldn't do that. I would, oh. I would do something. I would never, you know, I sort of, no, no, I would, it was done. I was shot, succession, whatever season it was, either two or three, I can't remember. So there was never any kind of confusion going into this character? There never is. I don't do that. Talk about your method, if you if you can. How I don't you... have a method. Okay. I do it. <laughs> I like to hear that. I don't have a method. I do it. You know, we're, we're transmitters, actors. We're not, uh, you know, we're not into, well, we are, some of us are, unfortunately, into religious experiences, but I'm not. So then how would you describe how you sort of keyed into Max? I read the script. <laughs> it's all in the script. It's a good script. Uh, Max was a, an interesting character. There were certain things that resonated with me. My father had pancreatic cancer. My late First father-in-law also had pancreatic cancer, so uh, and I've known a few people who died of it. So I was, I was taken by the fact that he had that, and that was his state, and it seemed genuine to me. And uh, and all he wanted to do was, it was a great excuse for him more than anything else to be hopefully reunited with his daughter. He certainly feels very guilty about, you know. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I think that was it really. So um, the the prisoner aspect, did you tell me about getting those tattoos? Does, who designed those and, and getting those particular tattoos? Uh, I, I can't remember. <laughs> it was such a while ago. You know, I, I'm one of these actors. When I do something, I forget it. I don't dwell. I don't go, oh, well, when that happened, I didn't do that. I, I, I do so much. I've done something like over 200 films in my career. You know, so, uh, or 209, I think. That's including television. I don't know. I've done, I've done a lot. So I never hang on. I don't know. You know, I, I just remember the ambience of the film. It was good fun. I love working with Kate. And Kate and I became great friends as a result. I think Christopher is an extraordinary young man. And I think he did an extraordinary job. Catherine Hardwick is incredibly zany, but. <laughs> In what way? In many ways, but she's really talented. I love working with her, you know, I, uh, because she's so she has such great energy. And uh, no, it was it was a wonderful film to work on. I, and we were in Las Vegas. My eldest son was with me as my assistant. Now, my eldest son is a very considerable actor in his own right, so there's no need for him to be be my assistant. But he decided that um, 
teeth. He wanted to break for something. And he said, you know, can I, because I was looking for an assistant. And he said, well, can I come? And I said, well, you don't want to come and be my assistant. He said, no, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be interested. You know, I've never been to Las Vegas. Of course, neither of us like Las Vegas. <laughs> What's to uh, like about Las Vegas? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> the irony is I got married in Las Vegas. So uh, in a way, I was, I was quite happy to go back and go to the little white chapel, which I passed in a car one day. I remember that. Yeah. Did you get married with the Elvis, the whole thing? No, no, I, I was in the little white chapel. I was married. I was married to, uh, a, a, it was a lady who married me, and her mother played the piano, and it was very sweet. It was very, actually a very sweet thing. It was just me and my partner, Nicole, my, my wife, and uh, we had two people I can't even remember who were witnesses. But what I do remember is... Uh, the, the mother played on the piano the theme from Braveheart, which I found was quite, I mean, I, I don't, I think she must have realized I was in Braveheart, but it was, kind, it was quite sweet. Well, it's a good thing she didn't play something from Manhunter. That would have been very inappropriate. That would have been really inappropriate, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you look back on that role at all and feel like you could do it again, like maybe reprise it in some way? Uh, well, apart from the fact he's dead, it's difficult to reprise. It's like, uh, no, I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the role because it was a different role from what I played. And he was of a criminal sensibility. And he was a man who had regrets. Because when you're dying, I think your regrets are much more present, you know, and precedent as well in your life. But that was what, and it was also a father-daughter relationship. I have a daughter, which is, and my I love my daughter dearly, but father-daughter is a, a, a unique relationship. And uh, I think that was what was so interesting for me. And the fact of working with Kate, who is, you know, great. You know, uh, you know she's really great. She's, she's great fun and she, she does the work. She wasn't particularly well during it, uh, it has to be said. But uh, what happened? I don't know. I don't know, but she was not. She was, I think she was quite frail, but she was really extraordinary to work with, really extraordinary to work with. You would never know in a million years, and she looks amazing. I mean, I met her when she was 30, and she looks exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. I think she has a picture in the attic. You should see it sometime. <laughs> it was great to see your expression when they showed the young photo of you. Was that unexpected? Yeah, that was unexpected. I didn't expect that at all, you know. That they'd found this photograph and they showed it. And I went, oh, gosh. <laughs> took me back a bit. Yeah, I bet. What do you think it is about these types of films that we're still so interested in? We have this, like, obsession with crime and with... Well, it goes right back, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm uh, just... I've just written a, uh, a thing for Facebook because I'm horrified at the head of... Warner Brothers wants to get rid of TCM, Turner Classic Movies, which I think is one of the most vital resources. And certainly the five, you know, Robert Osmond set that up. And the five guys and gals who run it now, Jack and Stuart, Alyssa Malone, and Eddie Muller, who's an expert on film noir. And I just love that sense of who we are and what we've come from and, and our history, you know. And and it's vital to me that, that we... We we see we see that and we we live that. For me, uh, the history of cinema and watching it 
and the way that TCM presents it is an incredible resource because it really makes me understand how far we've traveled, but also how far we haven't traveled. You know, we've traveled technically, but in terms of truth of acting, there are no more true players than Spencer Tracy or Catherine Hepburn, you know, uh, and you see them together and what they create. So the cinema has always been vital to me, absolutely vital. Mm. And you're you're in there too, Mr. Cox, I must say. Well, yeah, I mean, that's very nice of you. Thank you. But it's it's a lovely, and it was a lovely script. I mean, it was a beautiful script by Mark. He did a great job. And it was, it was a personal project. And I could feel that coming off the page, you know. There was something highly personal about what he, what he was creating. And, and it worked on that level, on a kind of humane, humanistic level. It worked incredibly well. And, the, and it was a, a lovely part. It was a great part. He was an ex-boxer. He, he did all that stuff. He was tough. But he was a man who was approaching death. And uh, he wanted to really reunite with his kid. And that was the most important thing for him. Uh, he knew it was going to be tough. And in a way, it's a kind of blessing he was ill because it gave him an excuse to make that attempt. And um, initially, it was going to fail. And then it didn't. You know, he came. And of course, she gives him a terrible time, a hard time to start with. But then she realizes that he's quite genuine in his motivation about wanting to mend bridges, which are pretty hard to do. And, and that's why the film, I think, is a delightful film in that sense. If you just tell the truth of the film, it speaks for itself, you know. Wonderful. They're pulling you away from me. I wish I had more time. It was so nice to meet you. All right. Take care. All you too as well. Enjoy Paris. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. -bye. Bye. Why did you go to jail? Which time? Wait, how many times did you go to prison? More than I care to remember. Always news. Always refreshing. Always candid. Always billing about. Robin Milling delivers what celebrities are saying to you. To you. To you. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.